0: Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. One year ago today, the mass shooting in Nova Scotia claimed 22 lives, with the gunman eventually shot and killed by police. A public inquiry was eventually decided on. And uh, we're joined by Professor Archibald Kaiser from the Schulich School of Law at Dalhousie University in Halifax, Professor Kaiser thank you for uh, for coming back on the program. Uh, I have to ask you first what what is the mood what, what what's the mood in Nova Scotia today? How are you feeling today?
1: Well, I think for all of us it's somber, it's reflective. Uh, you know, there's obviously a reverberation of the trauma that we all experienced uh, during April 18th and 19th and thereafter last year. Uh, so the anniversary Um, is being marked by a number of public events, um, artistic, cultural, athletic, um, and uh, just commemorative. Um, And uh, I see everywhere in the stores and public buildings, um, a reminder that there was a 3 uh, p.m. two-minute silence uh, uh, to help us uh, reflect on uh, what happened. So overall, in this small province, which was so terribly affected um, by this horrific series of crimes, um, it's, it's a difficult day.
0: Yes, no doubt. Uh, when, when you and I spoke, it's so hard to put it to words. You just feel very strong emotions when you think about that day and what happened to people who just began their day and expected to have a, a normal day. Um, when you and I talked some days after the shooting last year, there was question, uh, a lot of questions about whether there should be a, or there, whether there would be a public inquiry as it was initially decided that an RCMP serious incident response team investigation would take on the investigative role and report what it felt was necessary for the public to know. You were not happy with that. Most people are not happy with that. There is a public inquiry. How is that going and and when would you – how well is it going? When do you expect there will be a, a report?
1: Well, initially, the the government's response, and I say both governments, federal and provincial, was fumbling and confused, and uh, they decided uh, to have uh, just a review, and it had aspects of it that were totally unsatisfactory, secretive, uh, and uh, not transparent, and not compulsory. Uh, They've substituted a thoroughgoing federal-provincial public inquiry, which has um, a strong mandate, um, an excellent staff, Uh, a thorough plan for their methodology, Uh, and uh, they say on their website that they're dedicated to the values of independence, respect, and transparency. So I'd say things are looking relatively good compared to what we expected in the initial aftermath uh, of uh, this uh, massacre. Uh, They haven't started public hearings yet, but on the other hand, um, they uh, are are planning a series of uh, public hearings uh, they're also uh, going to be uh, commissioning research. They're going to have round tables uh, and meetings, um, and uh, they're also going to be conducting their own uh, investigation. Um, so, you know, this is uh, something that, that has the potential of living up to its mandate, you know, which is to uh, look at the causes, contexts, and circumstances of these events, um, the responses of police, the steps taken to inform everyone, The role of gender-based violence, access to firearms, prior interactions by the perpetrator with police and social services, police actions, communications with the public, communications with law enforcement and police policies, procedures and training. You can see that their terms of reference are quite thorough. Um, And uh, I guess as a package, uh, I I know that the Canadian public and particularly Nova Scotians will be watching with great interest uh, to uh, see
0: this unfold. And the commission does have the authority, does it not, to compel witnesses to testify?
1: Yes, the, the authority is conferred jointly by federal and provincial statutes uh, under, uh, in Nova Scotia, the Public Inquiries uh, Act uh, and uh, in, federally the Inquiries Act. So they have the power uh, to compel uh, witnesses to uh, attend, to require them to testify and to bring documents with them. You know, so it, it has the authority that a Supreme Court justice would in conducting any trial. Uh, So there should not be any stone uh, left unturned by this inquiry.
0: As we look at uh, a year later, the actions of the RCMP on the 18th of April, 2020, and there was a lot of concern, there was criticism, there were many questions about the RCMP's behavior. A year later, what's the sense of how well they did their job, how well the RCMP met uh, its responsibilities or didn't during the time of the shooting?
1: Well, I, I think part of the mandate of the inquiry will, will be to uh, look uh, historically at uh, the conduct of police services with respect, you know, to the perpetrator, uh, to consider issues of possible preventability. So, so that'll, that's certainly part of this picture in terms of the policing issues. Uh, but in terms of the actual events themselves, um, they unfolded in a way which uh, permitted. Uh, the, uh, uh, the stream of criminality to continue over a period of 12 hours, uh, eventually uh, ending in the um, deaths of, of 22 uh, victims. Uh, so, you know, there's much to answer for here. Now, that said, you know, we'll wait uh, the you know, decision of the inquiry to see where there were shortfalls. I don't doubt that in the clear light of hindsight, some aspects of the police performance uh, would turn out to be less than best uh, practice. Uh, I think that's almost inevitable with such a a complex crime committed over an extended period and uh, without an intelligible motive. um, So that the RCMP, no doubt, uh, did lose the confidence of Nova Scotians uh, in part. Uh, as a result of this uh, tragedy. Uh, I'm sure that they've already made some obvious steps you know, to try to rectify some of their shortcomings. Uh, in particular, I know that there are new restrictions on the disposal of police vehicles and, and police uh, uh, uniforms and equipment. Uh, I know that they have new rules with respect to the identification of officers when they're conducting uh, stops. Um, and uh, I believe there are new protocols with respect to the issuance of uh, warnings to the public in the case of terrible uh, uh, dangers like this. So there have already been some of the, uh, uh, let's call it the low-hanging fruit, uh, that uh, has resulted in in changes in
0: police practices. Professor Kaiser, thank you very much for taking the time. Uh, I wish we had more pleasant things to talk about, but it's extremely important that this uh, public inquiry get to...